Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I want you to open your Bibles to the book of um, Luke in chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. I'll read from verse 1 and I'll read as quickly as I can. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinus was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was, verse 6, that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night and behold an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid then the angel said to them do not be afraid for behold I bring you good tidings of great joy which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste. And found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now, when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. 
Then the shepherd returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. You see, every Christmas you just have to like, God, what do I say to the people? It's the same message. You can't preach any message that has not been preached before. Any message you want to preach has been preached before. But because it's Christmas, it's a new Christmas. And because it's a new day and it's a new Christmas, so the message will be new. Though it's old. Because God is ever new. We give him praise. So I'll just take it verse by verse. It says it came to pass. Glory be to God in the highest. A decree went out. Hallelujah. I want you to just cast your mind to this. I want to even got an aspect of this. And I just want us to look at an aspect of God's character in this matter. And that will suffice for today by the grace of God. A decree went out. The first question I want to ask is this. Do you think that Joseph knew that there would be a decree? Just think about it. From, just look at, read the story, look at the context, look at what really began to happen thereafter. Do you really think that Joseph knew that there would be a decree? Of course not. So he was caught unawares. Somebody shall praise the Lord. But you see, with Joseph, his wife was pregnant. And Joseph had no experience before. It was the first time ever. And now they all had to go out to their hometowns. Now, that would have been easier if Joseph had to go alone or just call his girlfriend or his fiancée as it was. Come on, let's go. They'll just bounce and go. But man, this woman was heavy about to deliver. So you can imagine how hectic that period would be for them. And then combined with the fact that when they got to Bethlehem, there was no space. Everybody came from everywhere that belonged to Bethlehem to be registered. It was a government decree. And they had limited time to comply. So while everybody was jostling and uh, hustling to just make sure that we beat the deadline, they had another problem. So I began to ask myself the question. At that point, there is nothing about the story that said, one woman saw them and said, ah, how are you feeling? Can I help you? No. Everybody was being driven by the decree. I'm sure midway when the woman said, Oi! the man will say, God of heaven. You know, you know, we just go back and say, you know, I didn't do this. So. <laughs> and see my trouble. And we say, sorry, sorry. 
the ass. Let's go. Let's go. Where is the where is the ass going? Where is the donkey going? Where have you prepared? I'm just trying to let you see the scenario. And like I said, I just want us to consider one aspect of God's character at Christmas. So they got into Bethlehem, jostling and bustling, all packed. Forget the hotel. No. They didn't even tell us that they tried to look for a home. Which home? They were looking at the hospitals and the clinics and the maternity. Every, even the hospitals were packed. No. Emergency. Imagine what? Now, this is it. Everybody to himself. And everybody was very busy. But God was at work. What I want to talk on today is the obscurity of God's operations in the lives of men. Deadline was met, everybody was running. It was like God just said, Now, but what was the reason for the decree? Increased tax, increased revenue, government. That the situation then, there was political pressure. There was religious pressure. You see religious pressure? Read through the Bible and see how the Pharisees and Sadducees and the scribes, how they treated people and how they did. <laughs> there was pressure everywhere. And there was economic pressure. Just like now. And everybody was trying to meet deadline. And when there was no place to go, they found them, they found what do you call it in South Africa? Crawl. Where you put sheep and goats and crawl. Uh And then the only place they could find was where sheep and goats and cows gather. Everywhere you find human beings was packed. Uh And at that point, he said, Well, just, just good enough. I don't know how she managed to bring forth, I don't know who her midwife was. But I guess it was Joseph. Come on, sir. In the sea of human beings, you are the only one facing your problem. And you are crying out to God. And the woman was crying first time. And she brought forth. Then the baby said, Oh my goodness. They got it done. Then where would they lay the child? Oh my goodness, it was the manger. That's the feeding trough of the animal. They found solution there and they laid the baby there. Now listen to me. That was how the King of glory, the Lord of lords, 
the creator of everything. That was how he came into our realm. He sneaked in. We were so busy. God was at work. I put it to someone here today. Your plans are big, they are good. He gives you strength and he gives you skills and he gives you ideas. And you are running about them. Deadlines to meet. But let me tell you, God is still working. For some, you've done the best you know how to do. You are a Christian. You've kept the laws. I mean, you obey. You've done everything right. But it looks like the struggle is unabated. It's just there. And you're wondering. I'm here to tell you, sir. My God is at work. He's working it out. Now he came in. He was born. And they were busy enjoying themselves. Now the Bible tells us that in the same country there were shepherds in Bethlehem. Hello, is somebody here with me? There were shepherds there in Bethlehem. And I wonder what they were doing in Bethlehem. There must have been shepherds who came too to be registered. But as, as it was typical of shepherds, hear me. I mean, nowhere to keep their heads. So they kept them at the asket. We are in the open. So while some will go to register, some will be there. You know the way David did when he was sent on error? He put them in charge of somebody and quickly went on errand. Is somebody hearing me? That was why they were there. At that point, they were there. And they must have been saying, man, this thing is hectic, man. Have you registered? Oh, my goodness. I almost got it done. They said, I should come tomorrow again. Don't mind them. Eh, this, eh. Then suddenly, they were expecting the bear or the lion that will come to attack the animals. It wasn't the bear. It wasn't the lion. It wasn't even just a man. The angel of the Lord appeared. I put it to someone here today. Don't be carried away by all the troubles you see around. God is at work. And the Bible says, the moment he appeared, his glory, or the glory of God, covered the entire area. I'm talking Christmas. Let me leave it aside and quickly explain some things. There is nothing God does that is not in fulfillment of a prophecy. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. You say, what do you mean? Now, the child that was born, you will call in Isaiah 9. Put Isaiah 9, 6. Let them read. Or let us read. Quick, Isaiah 9, 6. That was a prophecy. Estimate. How many years before he was born? Estimate. Anybody? Try. No, no, no. You'll, be, you'll probably right. I didn't know that I picked it before I came because, but I know it's about some thousands of years. For unto us a child 
unto us a son, and the government will be upon, and his name will be called Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. This was Isaiah prophesying the moment that we just described in the book of Luke. You find the same thing in Isaiah 11. You find it everywhere. So you see God already settled the matter. And God was working out his plans. How be it totally obscured from the perception of man. Is somebody hearing me? So God is never taken unawares. God is never surprised. Is somebody hearing me? What about Bethlehem, Bethlehem, Bethlehem? Uh oh. Prophet Micah prophesied about Bethlehem. Even the very location. Even the relationship you're having at the time. And so naturally, we always assume, even when we get to know that God has said it, because it has not happened in the past so, so, so years, and so, so, so years, or so, so generation, tendencies to think, forget it. Uh-uh, he has a style. He's our work. Know what that the Bible says, a thousand years is like a day, and it is like a thousand years with him. You see, when it comes to God's prophecies, Jesus said in Acts chapter 1, you know what he said? He said, look, it is not for you to know the time and the season that is hidden in the heart of the Father. The time, the very time to happen, season, the period is going to take. It's not for you. But that what he said won't come to pass, come on, you and I know that it will come to pass. Is somebody hearing me? Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Amen. So I'm talking the way God does with us. Remember I was dealing with, the, with Prophet Jeremiah. You know what he said? He said before you were formed, I knew you. Before you were conceived in the womb, I ordained you. So in other words, what you are today was long settled. How be it at the time that I, I mean, it had been settled, or the time it was settled, even your dad was not born. Because I ordained that he would be the one to give back to you. That to be a prophet of the nations was not settled. What I'm saying is the fact that concerning everyone under the sound of my voice and outside, God is not confused. God has an assignment for every individual. And for every word of God, there will be a manifestation. The day he was born, glory shone around. The glory of God. Hallelujah. So God manifested his long-awaited promise, his prophecy. Boom. But the bulk of the people had no clue. Everybody was just going about their business. Everybody, only two 
and then the shepherds. Wow. Why the shepherds? The peasants. Before you make a theology out of that, he didn't just reveal himself to the peasants. He revealed himself to the peasants and to the kings. In far away east. So anywhere you are in the spectrum. When the time comes, he will manifest for you. In the spirit of Christmas, I say to someone, in the name of your manifestation is coming. I say your manifestation is coming. In the name of Jesus, it is coming. Let me explain. I saw brother Paul interpreting it to Sister Loho. So I was saying, who will help me? So I was openly trying to, but I saw the blessing I quickly interpreted to her. In the spirit of Christmas, you are special. You are not a statistic. You are special in the hand of God. I'm telling you, you are. Your dad is special. Your mom is special. Your grandfather was special. But you are special. Oh, I feel the fire. Let me drive this thing home properly. Go to Matthew 2.6. Let me tell you that everything concerning you is prophesied. But you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler. Look at another lesson there. Your current status has got nothing to do with what your ultimate status will be. God is at work. Even Bethlehem. Now I appreciate Oh, little town of Bethlehem. <laughs> Say, how still we see the light above thy deep and dreamless sleep. The silent stars are yet in the dark street shine. The everlasting light. The Hopes and fears of all the years are met What do you think is the commonest emotion that men express when suddenly something happens that they cannot explain? Fear. So when God will manifest, the angel came. Glory was coming, they were afraid. You know why? Because man was not used to glory anymore. Man lost it in the garden. But God has ordained that his glory will rest on man on earth. But how was it solved? Fear not. For I bring to you what? Good tidings of great joy. 
can't you see the antidote to fear there? The gospel. The angel said, don't be afraid. I have good news for you. I have good tidings for you. I have the gospel for you. No wonder Paul said, I'm not afraid or ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the power of God. I don't know what is frightening you right now. In the spirit of Christmas, I say fear not. In the name of Jesus, fear not. Woo. No wonder I say all the hopes and fears of the year. When goodness comes, you know what it bets? It bets hope. When hope collides with fear, one bow. I say one bow. It is fear. It is fear. The hopes. And fears of all the years are met in thee, in Bethlehem, even the location, even the place. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Woo! Can't you see we are not hopeless? Can't you see that our hope is built on nothing else? But Jesus Christ and his blood. And that's why we are hopeful. And see, when manifestation comes, glory comes. Remember in the book of John in chapter 2, the Bible said, and this was the beginning of all of signs and wonders. And he manifested his glory. Now, that now brings me to this point. What after the birth, what else did you hear of Jesus? Not much. Except when we saw him at the temple. The work was going on. Yet the child, as he grew in stature, grew in wisdom. <laughs> and favor with God and with man. Somebody here with me? I won't be surprised. If tomorrow they say, Pastor, you know that boy in the children's church? I say, which boy? The one that you did the naming, naming the Christian here. Oh, yeah. He's the, no- I, I'm not surprised. He's the seed of the righteous. She's the seed of the righteous. Ordained for exploits on earth. Glory be to God in the highest. He's still at work. Thereafter, we didn't hear anything again. Obscurity. Until he appeared in Jordan. <laughs> or oh, when he was walking, and John said, hey, behold the Lamb of the Lord. It was like any other person just walking. Eh? The whole of heaven was walking like any other man. John said, behold the Lamb of the Lord that, that takes away the sins of the earth. Then he appeared in Jordan. Then heavens opened. Under manifestation. Then we're told he was led of the spirit. The troubles in the wilderness. Then he's turned in the power of the spirit. Is somebody hearing me? Then of course we saw him in the temple. And of course Luke 4, 18. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. We didn't hear too much again until signs and wonders and glory again. I put it someone today. In the name of Jesus, the glory of God. 
will announce your arrival. Anywhere you go. Wow. I'm about to finish, but let me just quickly remind you that this is a principle that runs from Genesis to Revelation. The obscurity of God. Which sometimes we allow the devil to take advantage of us. Thereby, and then mess up things for us. No, no, no. He says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Mount of foot wings as eagle. They will run and not be worried or walk and not faint. Hallelujah. You may not be known today. And you want everybody, 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 everybody is being sung. Everybody is being healed. Everybody is hiding up. I don't know. Hey. He's still working on me. To make me what I ought to be. He took him to make the moon and star, sun and Jupiter and Mars. La 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 la. He's still working on. What do I achieve? What does he achieve with his obscurity? He prepares you. He adapts you. Suitable. Oh my goodness. And the day he manifests you, there will be no rival. You see, Pastor, you know in Matthew 24, you know what he said? He said, uh, I'm coming back home. How? He said, to be like a thief in the night. And now, since he ascended, and now men have gone to sleep. Men have. In fact, somebody said, No God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. He's coming back. He's at work. Uh, I don't find that person. That day when he came, I said, Did you even know that he had come? God for the, the shepherds who ran to go see and they were excited. And the kings that came from far country took them two years to make the trip. And by the time they did what they had to do, they left. If you observe it, they said that they met the infant. They said they met the child. Check your Bible. But the reaction of the shepherds was not the reaction of Herod. Who didn't hear directly, but heard through the kings from the east. He too became scared. And he reacted in fear. He will kill everybody. Wow. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. And God didn't talk to anybody. He didn't talk to Herod. He didn't talk to this. He just told the, the king, the wise man said, go back. Don't go the way you came. But God went to Joseph said, take the child now. You know what Jesus said? He said, I will not leave you alone. I will come to you. And by the time he's finishing that, I mean that segment of John chapter 14, he said, I will manifest myself to you. He's still manifesting himself in the spirit of Christmas. You will see him clearly. From now on, in the name of Jesus. Your hope in him will never wane. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Remember Noah. Build an ark. He was doing what doesn't make sense. Build an ark in the desert. It was for 120 years. But one day, it all made sense. God walks in obscurity. 
He was building and he was by his building warning his generation, but they thought he was a fool. Remember David was not even qualified for the meeting at home. He wasn't qualified. He was not invited. But God went looking for him at the backside of the desert. And after he was ordained king for almost 15 years or thereabout. Mm -mm. In fact, he was running helter skelter. He was running for their life. The king will kill him. But God, you ordained me to be king. Ah, you poured the oil on me through the prophet, prophet ah, Samuel. Not a word of Samuel fell to the ground from down to Bathsheba. Prophet Samuel did it and he's still alive. So why is it? Am I not the king? Uh, I hear you. Don't judge yourself by your challenges. Don't judge yourself by your failures. Learn to trust God. God showed me in a dream that even my father and my mother will bow to me. Uh-huh, I hear you. He will narrowly escape death. He will be in prison. He will be sold into slavery. He will be in prison. I think when he was in the slave market, if anybody had said, this man will rule the world, would you have believed it? Tell anybody, say, God is working. Go to Genesis chapter 1. Darkness covered the face of the water. Everywhere was dark. It was a chaotic mass. The Bible said the Holy Spirit was hovering. God was working. All you will see will be darkness and water. But God was working. I put it somewhere there right now. I said, in that your mess, God is working. And I say, in the name of Jesus, Merry Christmas. Glory be to God in Nigeria. You say, why you say Nigeria? Oh, Nigeria, Nigeria. I agree with you. But God is. Why are you sure? Because I'm a covenant child of God. And I'm a Nigerian. I wish you can say the same of yourselves. God is working. You know, see these principles. Watch it again. After Jezebel dealt with them, and Elijah, ah, Elijah, man of God, he stood his ground. Hallelujah. Commanded no rain. Commanded rain. Elijah. But when Jezebel saw, he said, see God, they've killed all your prophets. I alone am the one left. God said, you don't understand the principle of obscurity. I have 7,000 in that land who has not bowed a knee. Tell your neighbor, say, God is working. Don't say no, everybody, no, no, no. If anybody had told you that this sword that was killing everybody would be the one to, preach, to write two thirds of the New Testament, would you have believed that God was working. 
So much so when God said, Ananias, I have an assignment for you. He said, Who? Stop. No. Hey. He said, Look, he's my chosen one. I have an assignment for him. And I will show him what he must suffer for the cause of the gospel. Tell me, but say, God is working. <laughs> so that was the situation then, and I'll close with this. The hustling and busting still continued. God did what he had to do and continued to do with them. The shepherds came. But before they came, they saw something else. They saw the angels appear. They saw. Why them? It was the idea of manifestation. And the first time we ever had carols being sung, angels sang it. So I went into my dictionary and I said, what's the meaning of Noel? He said, it's carol singing. So, the first Noel, the angels was to sing. of men and women. At that time there was no inn, but now there are so many rooms made available to him. And I promise you in the name of Jesus, the rest of your life, you will carry his glory. Hallelujah. But I mean it. Because that's it. That's the story. He came the son of God and he has now made many sons. He's brought many sons to glory. So know you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So signs and wonders follow you. And watch. Not until you put on something that says shalababa. No, 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 no. In your everyday life. I sense the glory of God. I sense the wisdom of God. I sense the favor of God. I say go forth from this hall. And be his witness. By your conduct. In your thoughts. By your actions, by your words, in the name of Jesus, you are special in the hand of God. There are usual waves of activities going on on your behalf that is coming to manifest. The coming glory is, I mean, it's inexplainable. No man can, in his right mind, sit down and begin to imagine it. He says, eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has he entered into the heart of man. 
Is somebody understanding my language? Help me tell that person, Merry Christmas. Shall we rise? tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.